Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hockey. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome into Judd's Hockey Show with Judd and Declan. And ladies and gentlemen, we always tell you to be prepared for Judd's Hockey Show yep. to pop anytime, anywhere, because if there's news involving the wild, we are most likely going to drop everything we are doing and address it. And we have news today from Seattle, home of Phil Mackey and the Kraken, where mm-hmm. the wild will play tonight. Matt Zuccarello and Rem Pitlick going on the COVID-19 list as uh, the spread of COVID. This is very unfortunate. Uh, continues throughout the team. Uh, they had a few assistant coaches not go to Vancouver, including Darby Hendrickson, because they, they were in COVID protocol. Actually, Bill Guerin has been in, in uh, quarantined as well, has dealt with it of late. Uh, but now, not surprisingly, I guess, Dex, it has spread to the players. Matt Zuccarello and Rem Pitlick out tonight. If they test positive again tomorrow, they're going to have to stay in Seattle for, what, oh, 10 days? Yeah, I think so. Uh, a quarantine there. Uh, so the story is this. Those two players definitely will not play tonight. Why don't you tell us about what the Wild is doing, Dex? And then this gives us an opportunity to speculate about line combinations. Hmm. But tell us what the news is as far as who might replace these guys. Yeah, it sounds like the Wild will recall uh, Connor Duar, uh, John Lazat, Kyle Rao from Iowa to take the roster spots um, in, in lieu of obviously Zuccarello and Pitlick being placed on the COVID list. Yes, they will not play against the Seattle Kraken. Um, you know, Rao's having, Rao, Rao's, this is classic um, Kyle Rao call up. And I, it still infuriates me he played in a playoff game or two last year. Yeah, he, he does have five points in four games in Iowa this year, but I mean, he's that. That's Kyle Rao. He's he's just going to be a prolific AHL player, and that's fine. They call him a quad A player yeah. in baseball. And, quad A. And you know what? Of all the three guys they called up, I, he probably might draw in tonight against Seattle, being the, the most likely person since you have to fill out two roster spots. And we'll recklessly speculate here in just a little bit on uh, on what that looks like. But at the same time, um, three guys coming up, and you just really hope that Zuccarello and Pitlick, number one, obviously for their health, are are okay and 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 don't get further sick uh but two because yeah if they test positive again i believe tomorrow they will have to stay in seattle quarantined for nine days and then won't be able to rejoin the wild until uh i believe 10 days after you know a negative test so so that that could be a potential very big loss losing mats you know pitlick was nice i I wanted to see what else he could do and it's it's unfortunate for pitlick but you lose your leading scorer um in in matt zuccarello and that that is a blow to the wild but I'm hoping uh, that that obviously this isn't too long because the Wild were 100% vaccinated going in to this season. Correct. 
So, Correct. and obviously this is the nature of COVID. Um, it, it's, it's still an ever-changing beast. So hopefully they're all right. But yeah, they will be without Matt Zuccarello and Rem Pitlick for Seattle. All right. So I think you're right. I think Kyle Rowell plays. Now, just to clear this up, and I don't know if there's concern here. There might be. Lazat is a defenseman. Mm-hmm. And and so, so, so far, they have not placed a defenseman on this list. I'm curious if there's concern. Now, I think the first defenseman, assuming he's not sick, to get, get in would be Jordy Ben. Yes. Um, ben would get in because he, he, has been, he has been the first guy scratched as far as the defensemen go. Uh, you also have to fi- figure that, like, let's say Rao plays tonight. And guess what, Declan? Victor Rask is going to be yeah, back in too. Rask is Almost good. certainly Rask he's going is. to play. Uh, but but let's get to the let's get to the A talker here. Let's get let's get to the real reason why <laughs> Judd's hockey show dropped everything and decided to record an episode to talk about the Kraken wild game without two players. And that is the first line. Erickson Eck, Kirill Kaprizov, and Declan Goff. Kevin Fiala. And Kevin Fiala. I'm speaking it into existence. Obviously, if you're consuming our podcast right now or even after they've skated uh, in Seattle with these lines possibly being coming out from the beat writers or f- from, from the team and whatnot, this might be old news and whatnot. But I, this is the perfect time to unleash Kevin Fiala with the, the unfortunate circumstances with Zuccarello going on the COVID list. Um, you may as well here, man. I mean, there's there's no reason for you not to put some firepower with Kirill. Kirill is struggling. He's still shooting the puck a lot. You know, this was something we didn't talk about in the last Judd's Hockey Show and on with Phil Mackey, our hockey whisperer, I should say, uh, in, in our last wild discussion on Score North. It's not that Kirill isn't shooting enough, and, and I don't have the uh, visual in front of us for our visual audience. He's not going to high-danger chances. He's not putting himself in situations to score high-danger goals. Now, he's a player that's very talented and can score goals from non-high-danger players or high-danger uh, areas. That's what makes him and so many other players special players is because they can score goals from next to anywhere on the ice, right? But if you're not putting yourself in positions to succeed at high-danger situations, well, you're kind of you're handcuffing yourself. And perfect, Eureka, you know who can help out with that? Kevin Fiala. Kevin Fiala. You're so right. unleash Kevin Fiala, dude. It feels like Fiala also, without um, having checked out the stats that you're talking about, uh, Dex, it also feels like Fiala is going to, and especially did against the Canucks, high danger chances. Mm-hmm. Like like he's going into, it felt like throughout the game against the Canucks on Tuesday, that Fiala spent a lot of that game in areas where you're probably going to get hit and cross-checked and slashed. Yep. Uh, but yeah, and the so so you could say, well, but Declan, here's where there's a problem. Kirill Kaprizov and Fiala are left-handed shots, and who plays the right side? Remember, both of them feel comfortable playing the off wing as well. I agree. So there is, so there really is no compelling case unless you just won't do it. There's no compelling case not to do it. There, there really is not. Like this is, this is a golden opportunity to say, let's give it a shot. And, and yes, it's a lot of offensive firepower potentially on one line. But what better time to try it than when Kaprizov is scuffling? Mm-hmm. And 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 you know what? Worst case, if Kirill decides, ah, I like to pass still. Tonight I'm going to, to pass. And um, to defend him a little bit on Tuesday against the, the Canucks, he had four shots on goal. So he did shoot on Tuesday. But if he decides I'm going to pass, 22 ain't going to pass back. Mm-hmm. 22 is going to shoot. I think you are a 1,000% right. And here's why I also think it works perfectly. So. If you put 
Fiala, let's just say for the sake of this conversation, on the right wing with Ek and Kaprizov. Your third, your second line then can be Bukestead, Goudreau, and I don't care, put Rask back there. You were playing there before. Yep. It's not a disaster. It's fine. Um, your fourth line then can just have Raul on the wing. So who? And then who DeWard, DeWard, So DeWard does not play. So Sturm, Sturm, Duhame, okay. and Raul. Which, by the way, Raul is a quad A player, mm-hmm. but he but he can skate. So like the speed of that line is not is not like compromised completely. So so the fourth line, Duhame on the wing, Raul on the wing. Sturm. Sturm at center. Mm-hmm. And Rao is a fourth line mm-hmm. worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like Rask much, but he played second line until the game against Vancouver on Tuesday, right? So Bukestead, Rask, Goudreau, second line, technically, okay. or third. Yeah. And then, but then most importantly, that pretty much seamlessly, I think, gets you to a first line of Kaprizov and Fiala centered by Ek. Yes. I think it actually works. Yeah. I, so I actually would uh, I'd change things up a little bit here with your third and fourth lines, as we love to do, because this is just total great reckless speculation. I don't have the sounder in front of me. I can't buy it right now. Uh, but I Reckless speculation. There he is. I would actually move Sturm up to the third, and I'd put him on the wing. I would actually put him on the wing with Goudreau and Bukestead. Because I actually okay. really like the idea of the playmaking of that. Now, I know Duheim's been, he's been a really good player, and I don't want to sacrifice him, but I would just put Duheim, Rask, and Rao together on the fourth. And I know Rask has been more used as as a wing, and Rao can also play some center and some wing. Um, I would do that. I would like to see Sturm get a little bit more elevated minutes and and see if it's Bukestead playing hot right now and and Goudreau having more skill than I think he does. I would rather see that. That's 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 the tweak I would make. I'm going to push back a little bit by saying I like how that fourth line is going so much, and I like Sturm at center so much. Mm-hmm. I don't want to move him to wing. Um, that fourth line is, is and this is a complete cliche, but in this case, I buy it. That fourth line is fourth line in name only. Like, they've been True. a really good line. You're right. And Sturm has done a great job, um, and, and he's won a ton of faceoffs, which, you know, he, he could still take him playing wing. There's no rule against it. But I guess my point is this. If you do what you just said, and I get why you're saying it, I think you take that fourth line and make it a true fourth line. And they've been too good to do that. So I would probably just put Rask there on the wing, on the line that he was previously playing on, get Fiala off that line. And then it really becomes, so I, I guess if, if you were to break the lines down then, it really becomes the Goudreau line becomes the definitive third line. Because Hartman, Felino, Greenway are the second line then, which is fine. It's it's all it's all just based in what we consider to be line numbers and combinations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would I don't want to move Sturm off of where Sturm is playing because I think he's been damn good, and I think that fourth line has been a huge huge help to this team. I agree. You're probably right. I, they don't want to mess with that too much. You know, if they want to slide off one person and not break up Duheim and Sturm, I, I, I understand the logic there. Um, I just think this is an opportunity, again, unfortunate opportunity with, with Pitlick and Zuccarello on the COVID list that I want to see, number one, Kevin Fiala get the most benefit of this. And two, I, want, I do want to see Sturm. Uh, you know, you and I have been calling for him. And yeah, it, you know, Fiala has more to gain the moving up than probably Sturm does because Sturm has the chemistry right right now on the fourth line. You maybe even don't want to, you know, not 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 fix something that isn't broken. 
where with, with Fiala, it, you can tell that there's, well, this just makes natural sense to move him up because he's, you know, one of the most talented players and he's been pretty much been buried on a lower line. What I don't want to see um, is Bukestead get up to that first line. I'd, even with how well he's played, I can see a situation, because they did this last year, that I could see a situation where it's Bukestead who gets the, the oh, other side of that no. wing with Kaprizov and Eck. I wouldn't be shocked. I, you know, they dropped the puck late oh. tonight at 9 p.m. Central, Judd. I wouldn't be oh. shocked. I, I just, it, it's not, I don't want it. Oh, I'm not trying no. to speak that into existence, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. Just, I'm, I'm warning you, just giving you a little warning. That's a good point. So who would, so if, if the right wing is not going to be Fiala and he's going to be left with Goudreau, that's a really good question. Who takes that right wing? Mm-hmm. I think, dude, I think the Fiala thing is too, I agree. too tempting to try. I No, I want that. I, no, no, I'm with you though. Like if they do Bukestead, and Bukestead's look, he's off to a really good start. He's gained um he he's healthy. He looks faster, I think, than he's probably ever looked in a wild jersey before. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that thought at all. I'm just saying, man. Ooh. Don't rule it out. Don't rule it out. And if and if and you heard it here first, you heard it here first if that that that's what happened. But uh yeah. I and and lastly, obviously, just a quick little one timer um on this episode because the Wild do play tonight at nine o'clock against Seattle. And again, we can be burned by this, but this, I know that Zuccarello and Pitlick are out, but still put Capo in tonight. Just put Capo Kakinen in tonight. You're playing Colorado. Don't put Talbot out for three straight games. Are you going to put Talbot out for three straight games on this road trip? Are you going to do that? Oh my dude, it's staggered. It's staggered enough. I'm not guarantee. I'm not guaranteeing they won't. Um, Talbot definitely gets Saturday in Colorado. Yeah, no Talbot question. Gets that for sure. Talbot gets that for sure. I mean, but but they're playing Tuesday. Off Wednesday, playing Thursday, I well, am not going to be surprised if Cam Talbot. Now, do I think it's a good idea to basically forget about Kapokakinen? No, don't throw. In fact, you know what? Don't forget about this guy. We don't need him on a, a milk carton. Don't forget about Kapo. You're right about that. I I, well, I, and I will say, Kapo. if they're not going to play him against the Kraken tonight, they, they're home against the Sens on Tuesday, then start him then. Like I like then you got the Penguins, the Isles, the the Coyotes, the Knights. I I, I just ugh. I'd start him tonight. I'd start him tonight. I think you're right. I'd start him on the road. There's less pressure there. I think you're. I think you are making a great call. But I think these guys are gonna ride Cam more than than we think that they should. In fact, I I will compare it to this Declan Goff. I will compare it to Zimmer and Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I and... got a feeling that we might be riding Cam, and and the rest of us are like. Uh, you need a second goal. You got Alexander Madison right here. You got Capo Kaka. Yeah, you right got here. a guy that can play. I mean, and, and look, Capo didn't have a good first game. It's going to happen. Right. It's right. going to happen. And the team, and in Capo's defense, the team played like crap. Mm-hmm. That was not just a Capo Kaka problem. They didn't play great, and and he killed them. So anyway, all right. So we're we're as Declan likes to say, speaking it into existence. Fiala on the right. And Kaprizov on the left. Oh, yeah. And Erickson Eck Eck. drops it back to Goligoski over to Spurgeon, over to Kaprizov, to Fiala. He scores! All right, man. Pass shoot score. We'll talk soon. Searching for the perfect gift idea for that hard to buy person on your list? The Allbirds Wool Runner is a natural fit. The Wool Runner is super cozy, super comfy, and super giftable. It's made with ZQ-certified merino wool, a naturally cozy material that offers next-level comfort and a lower environmental impact. 
The cushioned midsole and versatile design offer all-day comfort in a classic style you can wear every day, even in a winter wonderland. And its fully machine-washable construction makes it easy to keep your shoes looking like new. Allbirds shows off the Wool Runner's carbon footprint right on the shoe so you can see the difference for yourself. On top of that, they actually offset that carbon footprint to zero, making the Wool Runner completely carbon neutral, so you can stay cozy and tread lighter on the planet. This holiday season, give tidings for comfort and coziness with the Allbirds Wool Runner. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com. That's A L L B I R D S.com.